Welcome to this week's edition of News Wrap. I am Rodney Moses, and this is what we have in store for you. Sipangwingui among 23 words listed by NCIC as hate speech words. Kenya Pipeline Company ventures into communication infrastructure. Jumia announces partnership with American company and Democratic Republic of Congo officially joins the East African community. The National Cohesion and Integration Commission, NCIC, has released a list of Swahili, English and vernacular phrases which it says amount to hate speech. The phrases which are said to contain coded hate speech include fumigation, uncircumcised, eliminate, kill, kafir, madowadoa, chungakura, mende, watu wakurusha mawe, watajua hawajui, wabara waende kwao, wakuja, chinja kafir, kwekwe, kama noma noma, kama mbaya mbaya, hatu pangwingwi, operation lindakura, kehe, udhamaki ni wito, mwiji, kimur keldet, otutu, labatonik, and ngetik. NCSC Chairman Samuel Kobia said the words are now banned in public rallies, social media posts, and political talk shows. He said the ban of the words will go a long way in containing hate speech and ensuring the nation is secure during this electioneering period. The strategy comes hot on the heels of a storm over the use of the word Madoa Doa in rallies that has seen politicians summoned by the commission, the most recent being ODM leader Raila Odinga and Meru Senator Mithika Linturi. The commission's chairperson Samuel Kobia said Facebook has the highest level of content accounting for 80% of all flagged cases with Twitter following at 20% of all speech on all social media. He added that political temperatures have been on the rise on social media since the beginning of the year exacerbated by political parties nominations, the stoning of Orange Democratic Movement Raila Odinga's chopper and the shooting of Mvita aspirant Ali Mwatsu. NCAC flagged different social media platforms as the main outlets where hate speech is mostly propagated. Kobia named Kenya Kwanzaa Alliance and Azimiola Umoja One Kenya as the main perpetrators of insightful words. He highlighted 39 social forums which are under active investigations and other 49 cases which relevant government authorities are probing. And the government has received more than 450 million shillings money that had been hidden in Jersey through a company connected to former Kenya Power and Lightning Company Managing Director Samuel Gishuru. The company, Windward Trading, had been under investigation for close to a decade after which Gishuru and former minister Chris Okemo were found guilty of money laundering between the year 1999 and 2001. The stashed monies came to light during proceedings of a divorce case between Samuel Gishuru and his then-wife Salome Jerry. She accused her ex-husband of not being truthful about his wealth, saying he had money hidden abroad. President Huru Kenyatta speaking during the handover ceremony said the government was going to inten intensify its efforts to ensure the war against corruption was completely won. He received the money and other repatriated government assets at State House, Nairobi. Some of the properties repatriated include land worth 2 billion shillings belonging to the Kenya Railways Corporation, as well as land belonging to the Kenya Agricultural and Livestock Research Organization, valued at 2 billion shillings. Others include land belonging to a single county government worth over 
of 500 million shillings, land belonging to Kisi County Government valued at 64 million shillings, and a parcel of land belonging to Nakuru County Government valued at 10 million shillings. The Ethics and Anti-Corruption Commission Chief Executive Officer Twalim Barak said the recovery of further 7.6 billion shillings was underway with over 350 civil cases filed across various courts in the country. The Corporate Amendment Bill was signed into law by President Uhuru Kenyatta on Monday, introducing a new formula in the sharing of revenues collected from ringback tunes. The new corporate law will see the artist entitled to not less than 52% of revenue, while tele telecommunication operator will earn 39.5%, and premium rate service provider shall be entitled to 8.5%. The bill sponsored by Homa Bay Women Representative Gladys Wanga also prohibits service providers from unveiling personal information on subscribers thought to be engaging in content infringement. The bill tends to cure this by establishing an online national portal for the registration of copyright works. Once they register their works on the platform, artists will receive proceeds from any persons who sample their works. Artists have in the past protested the meager earnings as royalty payments they received from music collective management organizations. The Kenya Pipeline Company, KPC, launched its fiber optic cable that will run from the Mombasa port through Nairobi to Kisumu and Eldoret in Western Kenya. The state corporation is conventionally mandated to transport petroleum, is venturing into a new product line as it seeks to create a new revenue stream and improve the country's internet connectivity. The company said it acquired a Tier 2 licensing from the Communications Authority of Kenya, CA, in 2018, allowing it to deploy communication infrastructure with a guarantee of regional coverage, joining 22 other licensees under the Tier 2 obligation. KPC's Managing Director, Dr. Masharia Irungu, said the company purposes to improve internal communication infrastructure for the country, diversify into the data communication sector to create a new revenue stream, and utilize technology as a business driver for both the company and their customers. The Cabinet Secretary for ICT Innovation and Youth Affairs, Jomo Sheru, said KPC's entrance into the fiber optic cable business is cost-efficient and will enhance affordability of internet services in the country. The new fiber optic will help reduce connectivity cuts because it will be less prone to vandalism and destruction as it lies beneath the pipelines which are always under surveillance. The launch comes a week after state-owned telecommunication firm Telecom Kenya unveiled Pakistan and East Africa Connecting Europe sea cable in Mombasa. Kenya Trade Network Agency, Kentrade, has launched the African E-Trade platform to handle the exchange of commercial documents. The platform has been in a pilot phase for about 18 months in Kenya, Morocco, Tunisia, Cameroon and Senegal and will now be integrated in 22 countries which are members of the East Africa Alliance for Electronic Commerce, AAEC. The platform will ease the cost of doing business and also help traders to exchange information on trade as the Africa Continental Free Trade Agreement takes shape. Speaking at the launch last week of three online trading platforms, AAEC, Africa E-Trade Hub and the upgraded Kentrade's trade facilitation platform, TFP program, Mr. Wangora said Africa intra-trade will only succeed if members' states adopt technology.
the new TFP will integrate all systems including the Kenya Revenue Authority's integrated customs management system. Jumi announced a partnership with parcel delivery firm United Parcel Services UPS that will see the United States company use its distribution network in Africa to expand. UPS will use Jumia, the first African tech firm to list at the African New York Stock Exchange to offer door-to-door -door parcel delivery. The partnership will initially start in Kenya, Nigeria and Morocco where Jumia has large presence and distribution networks. The deal means that customers receiving or sending packages will be able to do so through Jumia stations. This deal will see Jumia access UPS's networks in 220 countries making it easy for African customers to send packages for keen friends and business associates abroad. Jumia said they plan to bring more countries once the rollout is complete. Jumia Senior Logistics Vice President Apuva Kumar exceeded confidence in the, in the partnership, adding that this is validation of the strength of the company's logistics platform as well as incentive to double down on efforts to further enhance services and build a world-class logistics business in Africa. Jumia has 1.5 million users in Kenya and 8 million on the continent. Founded in 2012 by French entrepreneurs such as Poignance and Jeremy Hodara, the e-commerce company operates in 16 countries with over 3,000 pickup stations. The Democratic Republic of Congo formally joined the East African Community on Friday when President Felix Shisekedi signed the deed of ascension to the treaty establishing the EAC at a ceremony held at status Nairobi. DRC was admitted as the seventh member of the regional bloc on March 29th during the virtual 19th extraordinary summit of EAC heads of state chaired by Kenya's President Uhuru Kenyatta. Following this, the DRC was required to sign the treaty to officially become a member. President Shisekedi signed the treaty together with EAC Heads of State Summit Chairperson President Kenyatta as part of the requirements of the EAC admission process. The brief ceremony was attended by President Yoweri Museveni of Uganda and Paul Kagame of Rwanda. President Felix Shisekedi assured the community of his country's commitment to the EAC, adding that DRC Congo will play its part in making the region stronger and more prosperous. And finally, Burkina Faso's former president, Blaise Compaore, was sentenced to life imprisonment for complicity in the 1987 murder of his predecessor, Thomas Sankara, in a coup. The charismatic Marxist revolutionary Sankara was gunned down in the West African nation's capital, Ogudaga, at the age of 37, four years after he took power in a previous putsch. Two of Compaore's former top associates, Hyacinth, Kafando and Gilbert Diendere were also sentenced to life imprisonment by the military tribunal. Compaore was found guilty of an attack on state security, complicity in murder and concealment of a corpse, the tribunal said in its ruling. He went on to rule for 27 years before being ousted in another coup in 2014 and fleeing to Ivory Coast where he is still believed to live. Sankara, who gained a reputation as Africa's Czech Guevara, took power on a promise to thwart corruption and post-colonial influences, denouncing foreign aid as a control mechanism. He rolled out mass vaccination against polio, banned, female, banned female circumcision and polygamy, and was one of the first African leaders to publicly recognize the growing AIDS epidemic as a threat for the continent. A former fighter pilot, Sankara won public support in the impoverished nation by selling a government fleet of Mercedes in 
lowering the pay of well public servants and forbidding first class state travel. He cut his own salary, refused to work with air conditioning and jogged through Ogudaga unaccompanied. Critics say his reforms curtail freedoms and did little to enrich ordinary people, but admiration remains and justice has been long awaited by Sankara's family and supporters. Thank you for joining us this week. Stay tuned for next week's edition. My name is Rodney Moses and this is Newsroom.